All right, I think we're going. Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Ernie Good Day podcast. We have a fundamental belief that people are stronger, more resilient, and far more capable of things than they believe in or have ever been told are possible. I'm your host, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only, the dietitian, and the iron man what is going on y'all i hope you guys are kicking ass taking names and for sure i know y'all are earning a good day closing out 2023 now before we get into today's episode it's going to be a little bit of a shorter one Uh, i got to get to work here soon and we got some other things we got to do but before that, I do got a couple things to ask you guys, and that is basically if you guys find today's episode thoughtful, useful, thought-provoking, gives you a different perspective, hell, if it's even funny, or frankly, if it's just good information, I said you do one of two things, all right? And so that first thing is that you start implementing it as soon as humanly possible, like, and I mean literally as soon as the outro music comes in. You're like, all right, how do I put this into action? And you start putting it into action. All right. The reason I want it to be so soon is because that then you're actually going to understand it. You're not just going to have the textbook knowledge of it. You're going to have like true real world knowledge, right? On this show, nobody, and it, honestly, in real world, in the real world, nobody really cares about your knowledge unless it's textbook. Like, sure, it might be a cool fact to know. But unless it's, there's some tangible benefit or result or you can put it into action and make it practical, most people simply just don't care uh, because it's just that. It's just kind of like a cool fact. It's like, oh, yeah, great. Johnny knows a cool fact. Awesome. You know, so we I want you guys to be practical, actually have useful information, things that you guys can put into practice in your everyday life. Now, the second option That is going to be, if you're like, Zach, I'm already doing all these things or it doesn't apply to me. Uh, I'm kicking ass. I don't need this already. Like, you know, what else you got for me? In that case, then what I want you to do is I want you to share it with somebody who you think it would benefit. All right. So maybe that's somebody who is deciding that maybe they're on the fence to change or that they just need an extra push in life or they're struggling a little bit more. Uh, and they need that little extra oomph. I want you to share it with them. And when you do that, you're also going to be helping the podcast achieve its mission, which is to create a community of like-minded individuals who are trying to solve the world's problems by first becoming better versions of themselves. So, guys, that are my two. Those are my two asks uh, or my two options. If I do good, now if I don't do good. Don't do either of those. Instead, there is only one thing for you to do. And that is very important to me because I really want to give you guys the best information possible. Now, what you guys can do if it is not a good episode is you guys can shoot me an email or a DM. uh, Shoot me an email at psychedupfitness at gmail.com or a DM at kanadi underscore fit. I'll have both of those linked in the description. And tell me what you didn't like so much tell me what you think i should have done better you guys can also there if you guys want you guys can suggest topics guests or anything like that so guys let's uh let's get into this and i'll let you guys get on your day and 
I'm going to get on my day. Now, when this episode drops, it is going to be coming out on Christmas Day. So it's a couple days before that. Uh, so we're going to be talking a little bit about Christmas. And mostly, though, we're going to be spending time on New Year's. Now, let's talk about Christmas. All right. And pretty much today's episode is how to get through them and staying on track, staying on the program, not totally going off, not getting a whole bunch of progress lost. It's going to be fairly similar to the Thanksgiving one, though the New Year's one. We're going to have a couple different things uh, just because there's a lot more alcohol involved for those of you who are 21 and older. Now, Christmas. Um, now, all right, we'll just get through. We're kind of going to do some general rules of thumb for both of them, and then we'll get into each one in specifically. Now, general rules of thumb is basically as best you can leading up to it. You want to be uh, have a whole bunch of momentum built, right? So that is going to be sticking to your diet. So not having a bunch of extra desserts, not having a bunch of junk food, you know, ideally having no desserts, no junk food, you know, no cheat meals, no days off, um, just really being dialed in. Uh, the days beforehand with your nutrition, making sure you're getting at least a gallon of water in every day and all your vitamins and minerals and nutrient-dense food, right? So not just protein, but make sure you're getting vegetables in and getting some good carbs in. Also making sure you're hitting your workouts in, right? So if we're getting workouts, not just going through the motions, but hitting them hard, hitting them, you know, with intensity and purpose and intent. Um, and then really just also trying to dial in your sleep. I think if you can get those three in uh, for like the week or a couple days beforehand, you're going to be building a whole lot of momentum. And what that's going to do is it's going to do a couple things. One, you're going to feel really good going into it. All right. And that's really important because the better we feel, the better we perform. And so the better life tends to be. That's also why people tend to dress nice, right? The better you look good, feel good, play good. is kind of the mantra there. Now, with that and with building a bunch of momentum, the other thing that it does is not only does it keep you on track and it makes if you do fall off for one day, it's less of an impact, but it also makes you less likely to fall off because you're like, I've been putting in so much goddamn work and so much effort and I've been so good on it. I don't really want to throw this all away and start over from scratch by throwing it all away, right? And not sticking to my plan. So that's a big one there. Um, the other thing is, as best you guys can, is on the actual day, right? So my family, we celebrate on both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day um, for Christmas. And then, of course, we do New Year's Eve, and then you recover on New Year's Day. Um, but on for Christmas, right, still being active for New Year's, still trying to be active on those days because then – Again, it's just like you're having a big meal. There's We're essentially eliminating all of the reasons why you should be falling off track and how much you're falling off track. So if all you did was fall off track in your one meal, that's a lot better than if you were to have fallen off track for the couple of days or even the week prior and just saying, screw it, right? Like I'm not, it's oh, it's Christmas, it's New Year's, like, who cares? Uh, it's like, well, no, dude, like, these are only typically one day of the year, maybe two, and there's usually only one meal or maybe two involved, and so there's, those really are the only times that you guys should be falling off, 
all right, those are really the only, <clears throat> those are really the only times where we should be off program, not sticking to the plan and not doing that. All right. Then the other one is fill your plate with vegetables first. Okay. Vegetables and proteins first. Now, the reason this is important and there's may or may not be a whole lot of vegetables at your meal, uh, but we want to do those first because again, we're looking at nutrient density and the more nutrients or the more nutrient dense our plate has, the more likely we're going to be able to handle and effectively handle an increase in calories without it being, well, hi there, buddy. That's my cat, Kiki. Come here. Come here. Yeah, come here, buddy. What's up? Hmm. Hmm. Might use one some cuddles or something. Anyways, the more nutrient dense our plate is, the better we're going to be able to handle those calories and the worse, or excuse me, the less likely it's going to have a negative impact on our bodies physically, mentally, and emotionally, right? They actually, this one is a little bit unrelated, but I think it, it's also related in a certain sense is so they did a study of prisoners and basically they took the most violent prisoners in this whole prison and they split them into two groups one they just continued to live normal lives the other one they gave them and basically minimized any nutrient deficiencies no 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 sorry he's messing with the presents those are wrapped for a reason, buddy. Like, we're not supposed to unwrap those. Yeah. All right. I think he's okay. Um, And so the group with the basically improved diet, and really it wasn't anything special, as they just eliminated all nutrient deficiencies and covered all the bases, had a 30% reduction in violent offenses in the prison over the coming months. Now, how does this relate, right? Well, I think this is more so on the mentality side of it is because just because they changed their diet, they had a 30% drop in violent incidences in the prison. Now that's an extreme example, but let's take that back, right? So if we're having a nutrient dense diet, that might give us a 30% reduction in angry comments at work or in angry comments towards ourselves, even more importantly. And maybe even if we could extrapolate that out and speculate a little bit, that could be 30% less negative viewpoint on ourselves, our progress, and our lives, which all at the end of the day is going to do nothing but improve them. Because if we're feeling better, we're going to then do better. Versus if you're constantly beating yourself down like, ah, oh, you piece of shit, you... You ate the extra ice cream or, oh, you piece of shit, you didn't get up on time or, oh, you fucking suck because you didn't, you know, get your workout in or you you didn't work out as hard as you can. Obviously, you're not going to feel super great, right? But if you're like, hey, man, it's uh, let's get this workout in. You know, it's a tough day, but let's push through anyway. Or, hey, tough day. You pushed through. Wasn't your best, but you still got here. But you know what? You slept in. You've been working your ass off. Maybe you need the extra half hour of sleep. You know, things like that, like just a simple reframe. And instead of now starting the day off like, oh, I'm a piece of shit or in a bad mood, it's like, oh, you know, actually, we're not too bad. 
And what that does is going to make it easier to get up and do the things you need to do the next day. It's going to make it easier to be able to do the things the day after that. So really what we want to do is reframe any of this falling off. And it makes it a lot easier to believe yourself if when you do that, if you have a whole bunch of momentum and you're doing just about everything you can in order to make that reframe as true as possible, right? Because then if you're doing everything you can, if you got your workout in, you got your reading in, you got your hydration in, you've kept your nutrition clean, right? You didn't actually go overboard like, yes, you enjoyed the holiday, but you didn't go crazy on it. And tell yourself, well, you know, hey, you've been working hard um, the last couple of weeks and it's okay if you let loose a little bit, you know, and you actually just strictly enjoy it. You're going to believe that a lot more than if you were just been fucking around the last week or two weeks, eating all the extra chocolate, all the extra cake, all the extra candy, all the extra goodies, no vegetables, no exercise, pour on your hydration, drinking way too much. And then you try and say, it's like, ah, yeah, it's like, mm, I call bullshit, bro. Like I call bullshit on that because you know, like you can't lie to yourself guys. And so this only works if you're actually trying to improve your habits. If you're actually trying to put the effort forth. Now, when you do that, then you can actually be like, all right, all right. It's actually only one day. I actually, I went to school with a guy named Josiah and he, how do I want to phrase this? He never like counted anything or never worried about cheating. And I said, he actually went out with friends and like they ate. And now this kid was like five, six, five, seven, um, but just freaking jacked, like probably 175 pounds and had abs like nobody's business, was super strong, like was you know, repping 315 on squats, you know, was doing 250 plus on bench. Like, I, I don't even want to know what he was deadlifting. Uh, and one day I was talking to him, I was like, he just had gone crazy on his, you know, when he was out with his friends, I was like, Josiah, how do you, how do you keep track of that? He's like, oh, I just, I never cheat unless I'm going out with friends. He's like, then I don't have to worry about it. And the reason, the whole mentality behind that is if he is always on his plan and then when the opportunity presents itself, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to go out with friends. It doesn't have a negative impact because then when, even when he does go out with friends, it's just for that meal, right? It's not like, oh, Friday going out with the boys or Saturday for the boys was throwing that all out the window. It's like, no, he's even on Saturday, everything is on point up until he's going out with the boys. And then he can let loose and it just enjoy himself, right? But he also wouldn't be able to do that if he'd been throwing away all of Saturday, maybe even Friday, Thursday, and Wednesday night. He's like, oh, I'm going out with the boys, like, fuck everything else. Like, it just doesn't work like that. So that's kind of, that little bit there is between, like, the basics of Christmas and New Year's. Now, I want to talk a little bit about New Year's and mainly a little bit about alcohol uh, and how to enjoy yourself, but also hopefully how to not be a complete dumbass. All right. Now I know New Year's is the alcoholics holiday. It's everybody gets super trash, super drunk and, you know, just does just about everything. 
Now, I'm not going to tell you not to drink, okay? I'm not going to tell you that getting drunk is terrible for you, even though it's definitely not good for your health. I'm not going to shame you into not drinking. I'm not going to make you feel like a piece of shit to drink, because I'll probably be drinking, though not much, because I work at 7 in the morning the day after. Um, But what I am going to tell you to do is how to maybe enjoy yourself uh, while avoiding the super negative effects of a hangover of, you know, getting blacked out drunk, how to avoid getting blacked out drunk and remembering your new years and just some tips like that. All right. Because as much as, especially now that I've gotten older, if you were to talk to me when I was 21, 22, you know, 18, 19, 20, New Year's, I'd be like, yeah, we're getting fucking shit-faced, like, we're going crazy, we're gonna get absolutely just bonkers, like, when I drank, like, my motto is, like, I'm not gonna drink unless I'm drinking to drink, like, drinking to get drunk, right, and now it's like, I'll have a drink just to enjoy it, you know, because I do, I make, I make cocktails, and I enjoy the flavor of them, the fact that there's alcohol in them is, it's whatever, like, I'm not drinking to get intoxicated. I'm drinking because I enjoy it. Right. Now, do I still go out and drink to get a little bit more than that? Maybe a little bit drunk or a little buzzed? Of course I do. Like, I'm not crazy. But I'm definitely not going out where, like, the goal is to black out. Or, like, the goal is to get absolutely just destroyed. You know? <clears throat> so, here's a couple things. And most of these I've come to. Uh, they're based in science. Most of them I re- I came to because I've made the mistake of it. Okay. So with alcohol, right? Let's, let's talk about it. Now, what is alcohol going to do? And unfortunately, it is only a poison. Um, there, you might call bullshit on me and say, oh, but resveratrol and red wine is an antioxidant. Yes. Okay. But in here's the thing with that in order for it to be an antioxidant you have to have like so many hundreds of liters of bottles uh to in order of red wine in order to get enough that there's not a benefit anymore like the amount of alcohol that you'd be consuming is way more detrimental than the little bit of benefit you'd get from the resveratrol if you're drinking red wine so that's just something that we need to be aware of because this is where all the negative side effects come from. Um, and again, like I'm not saying that it doesn't help socially or that there's no, it's not weird if you don't drink socially, but it, there's no physical benefit to it. Okay. Now, mentally or emotionally or socially, that might be a different story, right? Helping you relax, though there's even some research on that. Anyways, uh, so what's going to happen? is alcohol goes into something what's called acetaldehyde and then acetate and then uh it's going to end up getting pissed out in the blood okay now ethanol which is the form of drinking alcohol that we use is a poison and then acetaldehyde is actually a more toxic poison uh however from there it allows us to break it down into something called acetate which is the less toxic version of the two okay and so then now once it's in the acetate form our body has a much easier time disposing of it now you might be thinking it's like well why would it why would it make it more poisonous and then before it can make it less that's just 
how chemistry works, unfortunately. Ethanol to acetate ain't ain't really going to happen. We got to hit that middle step in between. Now, why is this important? Because it is the time it takes for the alcohol to go from ethanol to acetaldehyde to acetate that's going to determine how drunk you are. All right. And the faster it gets into your body, the faster it's going to turn into acetaldehyde. And then the more of that you accumulate, the longer it's going to take to get that acetaldehyde into acetate. All right. Now, a couple of things that you guys can do uh, is basically have some food in your stomach because, well, I guess, let me back it up here. What we're trying to do is one, not overload the system, and then two, let the system digest it as fast as possible. All right, and then three, we want to stay hydrated because alcohol is very much a diuretic. Uh, that's why, you know, once you quote unquote break the seal, you have to pee all the time. It's because it's a diuretic, it's causing you to pee, which is also a big part of the hangover. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Now, how do we have the alcohol ingested into our bloodstream slowly, but then digested quickly? All right. And there's a couple things for that. Number one, is the easiest is you want to be hydrated, okay? And the reason this is going to be good is because it's going to have an increased blood volume, so you're going to have an ease to get your body through your blood through your body, and the faster your blood your blood is going through the body, the easier you can digest and the more readily you can digest. That's just because your blood's going to be passing enzymes more often. It's going to be passing cells, so it can dump off nutrients, take up waste, expel waste, grab nutrients, and so forth. Versus the slower it's going to be going, the slower that process happens. Um, now, the this is also going to help you uh, prevent from getting a hangover too. Secondly, we want to make sure that there is some food in the system, especially when you're drinking, right? Like the fastest way to get super drunk, and I've done this, uh, is to drink a lot of alcohol really quickly on an empty stomach you'll get absolutely shit-faced super fast. Um, and depending on how close you drink all these alcoholic drinks together, you might be able to see it in real time if you're talking to somebody. Not my proudest moment, um, but it happened and I've learned from it. And now I can tell you guys to do it because I probably should have broken a leg that night, quite literally, but I didn't. So now I can tell you how to not be a complete dumbass and how to, for sure, not break your leg by being a complete dumbass. <laughs> uh, but we want to get some food in the system. Now, this one, I would say proteins are going to be your best option here for number one is because they're going to take the longest to digest. So it's going to actually have the slowest impact. It's going to make the alcohol enter your bloodstream the slowest, right? If we're having really rapidly digesting carbs, aka pastries, you know, cookies, crackers, cakes, breads, things like that, breaded items, uh, it's going to be digested a whole lot faster. So the faster it gets digested in the stomach, the faster it's going to go into the small intestine and the faster those things are going to get into the blood. And if you're drinking alcohol along with this, the faster the alcohol is going to get in the blood as well. Now, with that, we also want to make sure that we're parent we're drinking water while we're drinking alcohol or we're drinking some other fluid that is non-alcoholic mainly what this is going to do is it's really going to prevent you from getting hung over the next day 
Now, trust me, you can still get plenty hammered, plenty drunk if that's your goal. Uh, but the more hydrated you are, especially with electrolytes, so juices might be good for this. Uh, the more hydrated you are while you're drinking, and especially afterwards, the less likely you are to get a hangover. All right. So please, if heaven forbid, this isn't just to help you not get drunk. I really don't care. I understand if you want to get drunk and shit faced. This is so that you can function the next day, right? What we want to do, really, there's a couple of key things that I found over the years that help a prevent a hangover and then B recover from it. So we're going to start with prevention first. Number one is not drinking too much too fast. Okay. So part of alcohol is uh, the intensity curve. All right. So this the slope at which the curve is your body gets alcohol in the system, the steeper it is the more drunk you're going to get and the more usually excited it is, right? Because when we get a lot of alcohol in our system really fast, we tend to get a lot of dopamine release, which that's usually where it's like the mindset of, well, I've had two drinks, you know, three or four is going to be even better, right? Because what it's going to do is you're going to start just creeping up the slope of that climb and the steeper that slope is the higher the level of dopamine release is going to be that's why like at the end of the party you can be just as shit-faced but the the energy's kind of worn off uh and now it's like you can't walk straight like you're slurring your words you sound like a complete buffoon you're even more drunk but now you're just not having fun right and that's because the energy the dopamine has worn off uh, from the alcohol. Now, that's number one. The other one is to make sure that you eat something throughout uh, because if your body is just digesting alcohol, it doesn't do super good. But if your body's digesting alcohol along with some food, then it's going to feel a lot better. All right. And this is because uh, your body is, I believe, I don't know the actual reason, but I believe it's because your body is getting more nutrients along with it. And it's not just the alcohol. Also, if we have the food, it's going to dilute the concentration of alcohol in the body. So hopefully we're not going to have as much risk of leaky gut, of just issues with your GI. Uh, and it's also going to slow its absorption. So really, if your goal is to get drunk, it's going to help you do that over a longer period of time. Now, the last thing, let's talk about how to cure a hangover. Number one is you just got to watch how shit face you get. Right. Like that's good. That's going to be the biggest thing. But let's say you get absolutely obliterated on accident. You're having too much fun. You forgot to eat. You definitely didn't drink any water or eat anything, especially at the end of the night. Uh, and now you wake up, your head's hurting, you know, like you're groggy, you're nauseous, all these things. I found three things that work really good. Number one is you got to take an after morning shit. Okay. Uh, I believe this is because it just releases all the built up junk. There's probably some extra alcohol in there, uh, but you want to just get that out of the way. That's number one. All right. That also helps you eat a little bit better, which is number two. All right. You want to have something to eat. All right. Action set. Three things is four. And then number three is, and I usually do this at the beginning because it kind of helps me like kickstart everything off. And that's taking a cold shower. And I mean, jumping in cold and really what I do this for is because usually like if you're drinking, there's a hangover, 
Now, if you're going to take like Excedrin or something, one of the things in Excedrin is caffeine. Now, why would they have caffeine in a hangover pill or a headache pill? Well, caffeine is also a vasoconstrictor in a lot of people, especially if you're not caffeine tolerant. So if it's vasoconstricting, aka it's tightening up your blood cells, your blood vessels, it's tend to it's tend to be known that that can help reduce headache, right? Because there's less pressure in your brain. Because if it's always veins are always like this instead of like this, uh, then there's just gonna be push on your brain, and that's gonna be like, I don't like this. Why did you know this is not good? It hurts my head, All right? Type shit like that. And then the last thing is you want to get a workout in. Now, this doesn't necessarily need to be the most intense workout. I would suggest going hard, uh, even if you feel like crap. And now the reason for this is because alcohol, a lot of the issues, not only do they stem from dehydration, but they also stem from waste products, right? And the more alcohol you build, you drink, and the faster you drink it, the longer you're drinking, the more waste products you're going to have built up in your body. Now, if you can, ideally you want to clear those out as fast as possible, right? So if you've been drinking all night, you want to clear it out. And really the only way to clear things out of your blood is to exercise them out, right? And really why I say exercise, because you got to get moving. You got to get the blood moving. So exercise is a great way. Now, whether you go for a run, whether you do yoga, whether you lift weights, I would say it should be something that gets your heart rate up. It should be something that you're doing for at least a half hour, if not an hour, And if you can, I would go sweat out some more. So if your gym has a sauna or a hot tub, I would definitely get into that afterwards uh, because you're just going to be expelling out more of the waste products, especially if you're staying hydrated. So guys, that is our get through the holiday season last episode. Uh, Next week, we're going to be going back over diabetes. Okay, so how do we treat it? How do we prevent it? And what are even some of the medications? So if you know somebody or you yourself are recently diagnosed diabetic, you're pre-diabetic, and they want to put you on preventative dose of metformin or a semi-glutide or a biguinal or something like that, or an ACE inhibitor, you know what those are and you know what is actually going on in your body. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Uh, This week, hmm, ah, ah, okay. Okay. For our recipe this week, I think what we're going to be doing is the, mm, what do I want to do? Oh yeah, screw it. We're going to make puppy chow. All right. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to take, um, not Rice Krispies, checks. All right. Now you can take any different kind of checks. Usually rice checks uh, are going to be the best rice checks and corn checks mix those up. It's going to be the best option for you. I think the recipe usually calls for like, three cups of each. So six cups of checks. Now this is a full recipe. So you can cut this however you want. Uh, two cups of peanut butter, two cups of chocolate chips. And you're, and I think it's like a stick of butter or something. Now with the butter, you could, you could definitely get away with like half a stick of butter instead of a full stick. You don't need all that butter. Uh, but what you're going to do is you're going to melt the chocolate chips. You're going to put the butter in there. You're going to mix that up and you're going to mix in the peanut butter. And you're going to throw that back in the microwave for a little bit. Make sure that's nice and runny. And then you're going to pour that all over the Chex Mix. All right. And then we're going to mix that up. 
and then we're going to make sure it's all evenly coated. So usually an easier kind of way of doing this is putting all the checks mix on a couple of cookie sheets uh, that are lined with wax paper or, you know, some sort of plastic wrap so you can get them, get them off easily. And then you're going to kind of drizzle it over the top, mix them up, and then throw them in a bowl, keep mixing them up. Try not to crush all of the checks. That'd be nice. And then lastly, from there, we're going to put it in a plastic bag, like one of those big gallon Ziploc baggies. And you're going to put in, uh, starting with about, I think it's about a half cup, building up to a cup of powdered sugar. And yes, it does need to be powdered sugar. Uh, this right here is pretty much going to help. And I kind of build it in, right? So like, don't put all the checks mix in there or the puppy chow in there without powdered sugar. You know, try and see if you can kind of work it in a little bit because then they're going to, the powdered sugar is going to help it not stick so much really. It's like, not only is it sugar, but it's like going to help it not stick so much with the peanut butter and the chocolate. So from there, then once it's all in the bag, you're just going to mix all that stuff up. Then we're going to put it back on a clean cookie sheet and we're going to go out, put it somewhere cold. So either in the fridge or the freezer, if you have a porch somewhere like that. And then you guys can enjoy. Uh, a serving is probably going to be a quarter to a half cup. So you guys should have quite a bit of servings. This is going to be a great thing. If you guys just need to bring something to a New Year's party, it's super cheap, super easy to make. Um, takes like 15, 20 minutes to make. And it's absolutely delicious. It's by no means healthy. It's not healthy at all. But guys, you're you're going to be keeping up the momentum. So that's pretty much it. And so that guys, that's the episode. That's how I'm going to wrap it up. Really, if you guys want to let loose on either Christmas or New Year's or any holiday for that matter, the best way to do it is just to build up a crap ton of momentum beforehand and really limit it to letting loose to as small of a window as possible. Now, you don't have to re restrict yourself, really. You can enjoy it. But if instead of you know letting loose for a whole day or a whole week, let loose for the one meal or the one day. Right. Like, guys, it doesn't need to be this big thing. You're really not going to be losing out on anything. You're just telling yourself you are. You just think you are. Uh, but if you don't have any any of the desserts for a week leading up to New Year's so that you can have a crazy New Year's, you're not missing out on anything. And in fact, you can think of it as getting a kickstart on your New Year's resolution. Along with that, guys, if you would like to kickstart your new year's if you'd like to make a whole bunch of progress that you've never made before have a team of coaches behind you supporting you every step of the way and you would like to bet against yourself because for too many years you've been telling yourself you're going to do a new year's resolution and you've been failing in the first week or month and you're sick of that feeling and this year you finally are ready like this is the year to where you're going to kick butt kick ass and you're finally going to get those fitness and nutrition goals in check Guys, click the link in the description and comment mutt on the feed because I am going to send you guys a whole bunch of information <clears throat> on how to do just that, on how to build grit, resilience, perseverance, self-dependency, and most importantly, guys, self-confidence. And really, if you guys win the program being it's a bet against yourself, it's going to end up being free to you. All right. So you really have zero risk. We are going to be giving you guys every single thing that we can. We're going to have a workout plan written out for you. It's going to have video and written descriptions on it. You're going to have a new nutrition plan. We're going to have our 
the Mutt Life Way dieting plan in order to quickly and effectively burn fat at a rapid rate. That's something you guys have never seen before. And we're going to have coaches with you where you're going to be meeting every single week so that if you have any questions, if you have any comments, concerns, you're confused about something, we can tell you about it, okay? You're going to be having meetings with your fitness coach every single week so that you can work through any questions you have about the exercises. Maybe you're a little sore, maybe a movement doesn't work, or you have a limitation. We are going to tell you what to do. We're going to tell you how to make modifications. Guys, we are taking away every single barrier to entry that there is. All you have to do, this is all you need, is access to a scale. All right, so there's literally no reason why you can't go get a $20 scale at Target or Walmart or Walgreens. Uh, and spend the next six weeks investing in yourself and really investing in not only yourself, not only this year and the rest of your year, but the rest of your life, man, and everybody else in your life. Because the better you are, right, the better you are, the better you're living, the better everybody else in your life is going to feel, right? The more you're going to be able to pour out of your cup, the more you're going to be able to give back to your friends and family. So, guys, if you want to finally kickstart and kick ass this year, sign up for the Mutt Life New Year's Builder program. It's going to be linked down below in the description. We only got a couple sleep, a couple slots left for this cohort, so I really want you guys to sign up because once it's closed, the cohort's closed, all right? We're not going to be able to have any more in there, so there is a limited availability to it, uh, but I really hope to see you guys' names pop up. Anyways, guys, that is the episode. Thank you for joining on. Keep building a whole bunch of momentum going into the holidays, uh, not only Christmas and New Year's, but really any holiday after that. Uh, guys, again, if you found this today episode useful, thought-provoking, hell, even if it was funny or just good information, I ask that you either use it right now in your everyday life or you share it with somebody who is looking on a way how to stay on track or even kickstart their progress into the new year. Now with that, guys, I want again, thank you for joining me today. We're at 101 episodes, guys. We are almost at the two-year mark, and I cannot believe it. Um, we're going to be doing a special episode for that, kind of reflecting over everything. Um, so I've had a lot of changes in my life, and I think that are a big part of responsibility from this podcast. But I'm going to let you guys go. I promise it won't be too long of an episode today, and we're just creeping over the half-hour mark. So... With that, guys, keep kicking ass, taking names, and most importantly, earning your good day. Peace.